Omar Ahmed, IFL TV, MTK Global, just seen Canelo Alvarez become a champion in your division. Uh, Dimitri, what was your initial reaction when you saw Kovalev on the ground? Uh, I was sad <laughs> a little bit. I don't like to see the man who dropped uh, in the ring uh, get the punches. It's a little bit sad for his health, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but for fans, it's good. Yeah, I know. And they showed a good boxing today. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Sergei is someone you grew up watching as a fellow Russian, etc. Yeah. Do you think this could be potentially the end of Sergei Kovalev? Uh, what I think? As in, could this be his last fight? Should he retire? Yeah, in your opinion? Yeah, it, it could be. Yeah, I think it it can it can it could be mm. last fight. Uh, but you know, uh, for Russia people, he is uh, still the champion. Uh, they, he showed us uh, a lot of good fights, great fights, a lot of knockouts. Uh, they loved loved him and the respect. Uh, I respect him too. Mm. Listen, we expect Canelo to move to 60 or 68 back down. So that, that title is probably going to come vacant. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that you could get your hands on that soon if, you, if someone wins a vacant title and then you could unify with that person. Uh, I was just saying uh, that title is probably going to come vacant because Canelo is probably going to move down to 68, 60. See someone's going to win that vacant title and Dimitri has a, a chance to unify the title. Он этот титул скорее всего ставит и спустится в весе. Для тебя есть шанс типа этот вакантный титул взять. А я могу разве? Я же потом с кем-то объединить. Ну, first of all, of course, I want a unified fight. Uh, I want a more belt. Uh, but uh, if Canelo moved 168 and want fight uh, me. I would like to fight him, 168. Okay. okay, okay. So if he moves down to 68, you're going down to 68. Yeah, I can. <laughs> you can both weight categories. Yeah, of course. We talked today about the potential Callum Smith fight as well at 68. Um, but listen, We've yeah. been asking for that fight, by the way. Yeah? We've been asking Callum Smith. And okay. as far as I know from what uh, we've been told by people from Matchroom is that he's not, you know, he's not looking for a fight like that yet. No. So. We, we wanted to, to, to see and make a world championship fight for with Callum Smith. What's Eddie said about that? Eddie said that he's not ready for that yet. That, I mean, he's, that's not his plan yet. But we've asked for it. W would it be comfortable for you to make 68? You'd be okay with it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel comfortable. You see, I'm not a big uh, guy. All of my opponents was uh, bigger than me. Uh, and uh, I... I I have a breakfast every time before my waiting. Mm. Okay, Dimitri, appreciate your time on IFL. I know I grabbed you early as well. Thanks for your reaction. Thank you. This is Rob Tubb of Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted to be joined once again by legendary boxing broadcaster Larry Merchant. We're in the immediate aftermath of Canelo Alvarez's 11th round KO win over Sergei Kovalev. Larry, talk to me about that performance from Canelo. Um, well, for 10 rounds, I didn't believe in him. <laughs> um, and he seemed a little befuddled and unable to deal with Kovalev's boxing ability, and particularly his jab. But uh, gradually, uh, Kovalev was getting tired, and he sensed it, and he closed the show. 
what can you say? That's what a fighter's supposed to do. Knockouts seem to come out of pretty much nowhere. Could you ever have anticipated that finish tonight? I didn't anticipate it, but I did comment to the person I was sitting with, a, a boxing expert, that um, Kovalev looked, looked tired. He was uh, not trying to uh, play defense by punching first anymore. He was, uh, his punches looked a little slack and, and had no sting or snap with him. But um, since it didn't appear that, that he had been hurt any time in the fight, it, the end came very suddenly. And hey, that's why we watch boxing, because we don't know how it's going to end. It's obviously the first time we've seen Canelo up at 175 pounds. What were the differences that you noticed between him at 160 and 175? The only difference I noted in, in Canelo was that he was fighting a much bigger man than we'd ever seen him with. A guy who was four inches bigger than him and who knows, might have weighed 190 plus walking into the ring. And that seemed to matter because Kovalev had a good plan because he has boxing skills and a good jab. And I thought he was ahead in the fight. Do you think Canelo will stay at 175 or do you think he'll move back down through the weights? My guess is uh, he'll come down and maybe settle at 168 because anybody who weighs 160 will want to fight him. Uh, Kovalev made $12 million in what might be his farewell to the sport. So uh, they'll have no problem moving up a few pounds to fight him because uh, he's going to call the shots. Um, and if somebody materializes at 168 and uh, there are a number of guys that down at 160, then there are uh, plenty of potential opponents for him. Where next for Sergei Kovalev? Obviously he had the, the losses to Andre Ward, he had the knockout loss to Aleda Alvarez. Is this now the end for Sergei Kovalev? I would guess it is. Um, he's had a very good career. Um, he made a big payday tonight. He can go home and say, I did good. And he did do good. Um, but you never know if someone else is going to come along and offer him some money and, you know, and he gets an itch that he has to scratch. We've seen that with a lot of fighters, but uh, he's smart enough to know that he ain't what he used to be. Obviously, a lot of the talk coming into this week, we spoke about it yesterday, was kind of Canelo's status as the best best fighter in the sport. Did tonight just reiterate that he's the pound-for-pound pound number one in the sport? I have no problem with him being rated at number one. Uh, I think he's among the four or five best fighters in the world. Um, and this uh, dramatic kind of vic victory... Uh, could propel him into the number one place, yes. Final one on Canelo Kovalev. Where would you like to see Canelo go next? Would you like him back at middleweight? Would you like him at 168? Is there a fight in particular that stands out to you? Obviously, the Golovkin, the, the trilogy is still there. One of the great things about Alvarez is that he wants to be great. He wants to be not just a great fighter, but a great man. He wants to transcend the sport in some way. He wants to be recognized for his talent, and he's willing to take on dangerous challenges. So 
I think he's made his point tonight. And um, if he goes down and fights 160 pounders, nobody's going to diss him. Particularly the uh, many Mexican fans who have never bought into him because he's not the style of fighter that they viscerally connect with. I just want to talk to you about a quite bizarre occasion tonight when we were sat around watching UFC, um, which was strange. Uh, I mean, I've not covered the sport anywhere near as long as you, but I don't know if you've ever seen anything like that before. No. Um, I think there was about a minute of live action in well over two hours. And when people are paying top dollar to be in the arena and paying money to watch from their homes, I, I thought it was dissing, disrespecting your customers by trying to find new customers in some uh, inventive way. Um, I, I found myself, and it didn't matter to me that it was a UFC fight they were showing. It could have been a golf match or a tennis match or a Super Bowl. People paid to see a fight and they ought to get the fight. And uh, so I was a little uh, disappointed, even though I give them some slack because they've invested huge amounts of money to build a new network. And you want to give them some slack to help them build their base of fans. But I thought they went a little too far tonight. What does that say about boxing? I mean, I had several MMA fan friends of mine who were watching the fight back home, and they all said, you know, you've got the pound-for-pound pound star of boxing, the money man, and he's waiting for our show to finish. What does that say about boxing? It doesn't... It's, it's not all good. You know, boxing is no longer the mainstream sport it once was. Um, MMA has its own, has its own audience. It, to me, it's organized street fighting, but... Hey, if there's a good street fight, I would stop to watch it. <laughs> so uh, I have nothing against MMA and the geniuses who make money off it and all of that sort of, sort of stuff. But I, I just thought it, it disrespected the fight fans who, who bought into this fight tonight. Final word on Ryan Garcia tonight. Um, a lot of the talk coming into this fight was this was his biggest test yet. There was people saying that he'd avoided Romero Duno. Got him out of there inside a round. Yeah, it, it, it was a show-stealing performance, except that Canelo stole it back. <laughs> That's well put. I like that. Larry Merchant, thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social, not just today, but yesterday at the weigh-in. Do appreciate your time. Hopefully we can do it again sometime. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, sir. This is Andy Peroff for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. I'm Doug Jumboy, trainer Dave Calder. Dave, Hopi Price, a successful start to his career. How would you assess his first victory and his performance? Do you know what? I'm really happy with him. You know, everything about, everything about the kid is just, he's a cool kid, he's a lovely kid. Backstage, it was just, it's his professional debut at Manchester Arena. And he was just so laid back, so cool. Took it all in his stride, came out, did the business. What we've been working on the gym and everything, it's about developing as a professional fighter longer rounds, you know, getting him used to being seasoned, breaking fighters down and things like that. 
to condense that into four rounds, it could it could have been where he'd rushed it a little bit and, and you know inexperienced. But no, he, he boxed brilliant, boxed to orders, boxed brilliant. So much good feedback. He had a great reception from crowd. I've watched him mingle in the crowd since. People coming up asking for photos. He's got off to a really good start. Couldn't ask for more. Obviously, we are here as well for Anthony Crawler's yeah. final bout. A lot of people kind of give saying the scorecards were dubious. Your thoughts on that? It was very close. I mean, I I kind of thought it went down to the last round, um, and I give I give it Crawler. So for me, it kind of he just nicked it, um, but it was close and. Um, he said himself, you know, it's time. It's time to go. You know, fighters. When a fighter knows that he's, everything's a chore. Just going through the gears is a chore. Everything's a chore for him. They know what's, you know, what's right. And and, and you know what? If he'd gone out there and won it convincingly and looked a million dollars, then there's always that temptation in a, a year or, or a few months' time thinking, do you know what? I weren't bad. I've still got something left in the tank. He knows he's not got anything left in the tank. He said it out of his own mouth. So it's worked out right. Kate Taylor as well becoming a two-weight world champion tonight. What was your thoughts on her fight? Oh, do you know what? I thought she boxed well. I thought she boxed well. She boxed how she had to box against her because the other girl was a tank. And she she like Club of Lang just coming on non-stop, non-stop, winging them in. And um, Kate boxed really well. And do you know what? She's a legend. She's a legend for what she's doing. You can't dispute that. Undisputed uh, one-weight division steps up, wins a world title at the next against a, a proper fighter. You know, some, some, some we were just saying, you know, in, in, in the world of women's boxing at the moment, the depth might not be there. And there are some fights where you look at them, they're just not in the league. But she's picked a champion there that's a good fighter, um, very capable, very strong, very powerful. And it was, it was a dangerous fight, but she worked, she worked well. I, I'm a big fan of Katie Taylor. I, 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 like, I like what she's doing for the sport. I like how she's out of the ring. She's got a great trainer, Ross. I think Ross does a wicked job with her. And, and he's a good role model as a trainer as well. Always keeps herself in shape. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just hoping that they have more and more success. And Felix Kastrak will in again, another what terrific fight, fight you oh thought. my God, what a fight. What a fight. I knew that was going to be a good fight, but not like that. <laughs> not like that. And you know what? It's the best I've seen Felix Kash. And I said, you know, I said to Eddie, I said, I know it was a tear-up and it was, you know, it was a ding-dong, but we all know Felix has, has, has got slick skills, he's a good boxer. But nobody's been talking about him. Nobody's been, he's not projected at next level yet. You know, that fight tonight, the fans are going to love him now. You know, he, he was slick, he was good, but it was also tough. Sure, he's got heart. Sure, he's got an engine. That was good, man. But Jack Cullen put up such a great fight. You know, such a great fight, and and, and he'll come again. Well, Dave Caldwell, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for being yourself on Boxing Social. Nice one, thanks, mate. Cheers. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Dimitri Bivol. Dimitri, I'm curious to know what your thoughts were on Kovalev's performance tonight. Obviously, we saw him get uh, damn near knocked through the ropes by Canelo. What? Canelo showed us a good boxing, smart boxing. Both of guys showed us smart boxing, but. Uh, for one of them, it's uh, uh, it was a bad end. Mm -hmm. uh, All the way up until that point, who did you have winning? Oh, 
I didn't count it, yeah, okay. but uh, uh, I saw that Kovalev uh, threw more punches, yeah. Uh, but uh, it looks like Canelo was controlled the fight. Mm -hmm. It's uh, really, really um, tough for me to mm -hmm. say who was win. And yeah, yeah, uh, you. I have. To, I, I have to see the fight again and uh, count it. Now, would you say that you would be interested in facing Canelo? Yeah, of course. I said it before. I would like to fight for another belt. I would like to fight for winner of this fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my opinion, my opinion, yeah? my, my, my opinion is still. I want to fight for the uh, for another belt. Is it a little disappointing for you for the fact that I know that you said that you hoped Canelo, I'm sorry, Kovalev won because that was someone that you wanted to face next. And now I'm hearing whispers that uh, Kovalev is considering retirement after this fight. Would it be disappointing if you never got in the ring with him? Oh, it's not a big problem for me if I will never meet him in the ring because uh, I respect him like a person, you know, because he's from... Uh, for the Russian fans, he is still the champion uh, because he showed them a lot of great fights before, and they loved them. Uh, and I respect him. Now he 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 hasn't the belt. No problem. I will fight uh, for another people who has a belt. I just ran into Gilberto Ramirez. And I mentioned yeah. you to him, and he's like, he wants the fight, but he worries that the issue will come down to promoters and the politics yeah, of things. I, I asked him uh, today, too. Uh, hey, let's make the fight, <laughs> Gilberto. Did you run into him just like casually in the media room or something? Yeah, we, we, yeah see, we, we have a photo together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What did you think, now that you had the opportunity to sort of stand there and size him up, look him in the eyes, what did you think of him? Uh, I respect him like a person too, and I met him a lot of times in Los Angeles. Uh, he's a good person, but we're in the boxing, we have to fight each other if we are one of the best yeah. guys, yeah? And I just asked him, let's make the fight, Gilberto. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, I, I would like to fight, but it's not uh, all... Uh, uh, it's not as easy as saying not, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for your time. I always appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing what's next for you. Hopefully we can get the fight made with Gilberto Ramirez. But um, until then, I'll talk to you later. Bye, Fight Fans. Hey, Fight Fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here or else... This is Andy Pearl for Boxing Social Association with Betfred. I'm joined by light heavyweight Hosea Burton. Hosea, we've just witnessed your stablemate Anthony Crawler's final bout. A majority decision victory over Frank Ukiaga. Your thoughts on the fight and the decision? Very, very close fight. Um, before tonight, I thought Anthony should have had some more fights. But watching tonight, I think he's made the right decision by retiring now. Um, as I say, very close fight. Good fight. Um, what, can I, what more can I say? That was it. Really.
I mean, I, I saw him in the gym last week and I know you've seen him throughout his camp for this final bout. Did he surprise you at all that that was maybe the type of performance he put in there? Yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant in the gym, like second to none. And uh, that fight there tonight just seemed a bit second behind, you know, like he just wasn't reacting that sharp and I don't know, he was just like a second behind. He, he said it in there himself, look, it's the right time. And just quickly getting thoughts on the undercard. Do you watch Katie Taylor coming to your world champion? Um, yeah, I watched Katie Taylor, yeah. Um, the girl was a strong girl who she fought. She, Katie was winning most rounds, but she wasn't winning any rounds uh, comfortable. Um, you know, the girl was just a tough, hard girl, kept coming forward, big and strong, shoulders on her. I would like a set of shoulders like her. Um, but yeah, Katie done well. I think Jack Cullen and um, Felix Cash, brilliant fight. Um, a lot of people doesn't understand how hard Jack Cullen punches to the body. Um, I think Cash will know how hard Cullen punches now, but listen, Cash is a, a class kid and he showed it tonight. I just wanted to get your thoughts and opinions as well on matters away from this card. Um, I've already asked you about Canelo Kovalev, which is obviously taking place during the night, but some stories etc going out this week about the Canelo and Oscar De La Hoya relationship I don't know whether you've seen anything but Canelo saying throughout Oscar's career he hasn't been loyal to previous trainers and managers etc what are your thoughts with that types of things those types of things becoming public I don't know I've never heard nothing of it never heard nothing of, uh, of like what you've just mentioned um, with the Kovalev and uh, Canelo fight if Kovalev can't beat him in three he ain't going to win. And finally, I just wanted to get your thoughts on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Apparently and reportedly, he didn't take a VADA test in preparation for his bout with Danny Jacobs and he's subsequently been suspended by the Nevada Commission. Your thoughts, if that does in the end turn out to be true? It will be true because he's been, he's been on juice all his life. Um, I think Daniel Jacobs is brilliant, but I just think Chavez, he is a good fighter, but he, he's, he's a man who needs to fight on the juice. Whenever he's been tested or he's had to be tested, he's lost. So, Well, Jose, but I know I keep for much longer because I know he's late, so thanks for being myself on Boxing Social. No problem, thank you. Andrew McCarthy, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here with the man himself, Amir Khan. Good to see you again. I haven't seen you since Edinburgh at Lockheed right. Boxing yeah. Gym. Uh, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. I'm just, uh, just with the family, we're on holiday. Uh, spend some time with the family and stuff, just relaxing. Um, and uh, doing some house shopping. So I'm just looking in London as well, but obviously I'm going to keep my home in Bolton because Bolton is very close to my heart. So, but I'm just doing some house shopping as well. So, so we've just been really busy with that, really. Yeah. You got a smile on your face. You I got. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, the wife's got me running around everywhere, so it's good. But everything happy really looks exactly, man. And and you know, honestly, we um, looking at next. Uh, like chapter of my career now, where probably have a couple of fights left in me now. You know, I've been in the game for over 10 years, and yeah. I've had 39 fights. I had to blink twice when when I looked at that number. 
on my record I have a 39 face off. But you've been at it since you were 17 when you broke out of London, yeah, haven't you? So that's right, really and it always at the pressure, like, you know, at the highest level and having a sellout arena every time I fought. So I think it's uh, it's also great to see, like, just went to see Kate Taylor yes. now, amazing champion. I fought Sarah Weldon Talk to Talk about Kate Taylor then, what's your... She's what's a brilliant fighter, man. I've yeah. been a big fan from day one. I remember seeing in the Olympics and winning when she won a gold medal. Like I said, I'm a big fan and I think she's a great team. And she will go for a long, long way. Yeah, like already she's achieved so much. So what can she achieve more than this? You know, so exactly. So um, just wish all the best. So I thought as I was here, I thought I'd come say hi to her. Definitely. So you're here. You said you got a couple of fights left. Yeah. You left. Um, I want to be back out again in March. March next year. But, uh, next year, March. Yeah. So I'm gonna relax and this year. Hopefully, uh, just uh, get back to training camp early. Uh, next year and then probably fight around March time. So okay. a few opponents that we're looking at, obviously Cal Brook. Yeah. People are talking about the Cal Brook fight. I'll meet with Eddie next week that he wants to sit down and talk to me about that. Uh, then there's uh, either uh, the promoters in America asking me to fight over there. I've got, you see the avenue in Saudi Arabia where they keep saying, come over there and fight under, uh, under the super um, uh, boxing, the Super Boxing League yeah, that's right. and found that promotion so I've got a great options still I'm like guys normally people retire when they have no options but with me I've got all these options I'm going to have to mention his name Kel Brook I mean yeah. that fight has been on the back burner it's been yes no up down left yeah, right yeah. everything like that can the fans can the boxing fans can us can we see that fight well, definitely the only fight that um, you know I probably think that the crowd want now more than anything is a Cal Brook fight. That's the reason me and Eddie are going to sit now next week because we got a meeting next week. We're going to sit down and see talk numbers and talk if that fight is possible, if what way the fight's going to be at and also uh, where it's going to be at as well. It has to be someone neutral and it has to be at a weight where we're both going to be happy with. So, you know, and also there's other big names. I mean, the only big name that will probably wipe the um, wipe the Cal Brook fight away would be a Manny Pacquiao, for example, or Mayweather or someone big like that, you know. But at the moment, you know, um, Kelbrook wants to fight and that could be a fight with Defoe's next. So March, what are we looking for in March? You're looking for something like a, not an easy touch, so to speak, but you're looking for an opponent that is, is sort of like friendly. Listen, no, no, no like listen, listen, I'm ready to go straight into a tough, big, big yeah. fight next, you know. Um, after the Crawford fight, I had the Billy Dib fight, which was a good little tune-up for me. I want to fight the big world title fights out there and I want to fight a world white, someone on top of, you know, one of the top world fighters. So I don't want to be taking it easy. I want to, don't want to take a um, a tune-up fight or nothing yeah. like that. I want in March, I want, March, April time. I want a big fight. I've got to ask as well. It'd be stupid of me not to, but there's a young Pakistani fighter up in MTK Scotland called Mohammed Wasim. I mean, I know what you yes, do a yes, lot for Pakistani guy. boxing. That's right. I was on the phone with him the other day. Lovely fighter, lovely fighter. So you know who told me about him was Dan. Dan mentioned his name. Said uh, we have this young Pakistani fighter. So I said, oh, yeah, I'm not, he's a trainer at my academy in, in Pakistan. <laughs> so um, um, I was supposed to go see him in Scotland. Didn't get the chance this time. But I always speak to him on the phone. I think he's a brilliant fighter. So the fight in Dubai, the show in Dubai. Sorry, I'm going to be going at. I'm going to be one there. Two weeks. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in I'll Dubai. Be so we'll see you in Dubai. Uh, also, I've got one of my fighters on as well, uh, Usman Vazir. So mm -hmm. there's also big talks about me going into promotion business, uh, the promotional side of boxing, because there's a lot of fighters who want to sign up with me. They see my career, how my career went, they want to follow that footsteps and, I, I, and I'm here to help, you know, I'm here to help these young fighters and I'm pointing them in the right direction. So there's a few things I'm looking at doing, but at the moment, like I said, I know I still have a fight left in me and like I said, it'll be early next year. I've got to ask you, I'll go get your thoughts on the 147 division quickly before yeah. you go in. I mean, who is the top dog for you at 147? Uh, Terence Crawford, Earl Spence? Who yeah, you know what, honestly, I thought it was um, Ter Terence Crawford. 
I'd say it's probably one of the best fighters I've ever fought. Um, technically on point mm -hmm. and also um, he was so sharp, makes you miss by an inch. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. like speed beats timing and I think with him and his timing, he had, was just awesome. Um, he has, I, he probably like the toughest guy I've ever fought. Uh, but you know, obviously everything was. Good. I started to get into the fight as time went, and obviously I was hit with the low shot. Uh, but over in, over in New York, they don't they kind of allow uh, low shots and they don't disqualify the opponent. But I mean, look, I'd love to do it with him again. Honestly, believe mm -hmm. it or not, I'd love to do that again because I just don't think the fight finished the way everyone yeah, wanted yeah, it to see yeah. to see it finish. You know, so I think that's another fight maybe in the future that can happen. Uh, but he is probably up there as one number one in the division, in my opinion. Uh, you got Errol Spencer, uh, who just come off an who just had an accident. Yeah, yeah, so I wish him all the very best. I hope that he comes back because he is a massive name in boxing as well, and especially in the welterweight division. You got Keith Thurman, you got Manny Pacquiao. I mean, the welterweight division. I'm in that um, in the top ten there, but the welterweight division is filled out with yeah. great fighters. You can add Bob in the mix as well, still. My name is still <laughs> in the mix, man. The, look, I've been in the mix since the last 10, 12 years. I've yeah. been still on top, and um, I have to say that any of the top ten fighters can become world champion because they're good enough to become a world champion, and it's just uh, like I say, it's the toughest division in the world by far. So if you do get a, a big win from yeah. somebody, will you get that that pure hunger back and be like, you know yeah. what, I'm going for that world title again? You know yeah, what? definitely. I mean, I just yeah. don't know. You just might, might wake up tomorrow and might forget this, I'm going for oh, the well, world title. Look, you know, when you're in a position like I have, I've been in, I've had a great career, won my world titles, um, gone up and down divisions, fought the biggest names, like the biggest arenas in the, in the world, fought on the pay-per-view markets and everything. It's just that, you know, sometimes you need, to, you need something that's going to lift you up mm -hmm. and kind of give you that buzz again. You know, financially, I'm very secure in the sport of boxing, and I'm very happy that boxing did that for me. You know, I'm very, I'm very fortunate that boxing was there for me to do to make to make enough money that I can look after my family and live a good life. But I still love the sport. Don't get me wrong. And like I said, there is time uh, still in my career where I can maybe have a couple of more fights, and you never know, get a good win and fight for a world title, or maybe the next fight could be a world title fight. So I just don't know how my career is going to go, but like I said, I still got it in me that I can go for that world title fight still, because the welterweight division is all over the place at the moment. There are big names out there, and um, any of any of the top ten fighters can become world champion. So this is boxing, my one point you can change your fight, and uh, let's see how it all goes. We've oh. seen it in the uh, AJ fight, AJ how one Louise. point can change your fight, yeah. you know. So end of the day, you can't take this fight, uh, this boxing sport, and light, lightly because, like I said, one punch does change fights and. We've seen it happen with AJ, and hopefully, um, you know, you have to be like one step ahead. And like I said, I still feel young and strong. So. Oh, you're only 32. 32, man. People think I'm about 40 year old, man. It's because you've been around for so long. That's what I mean. No, I know. You've not got gray hair like me yet, Emir. Yeah, so you're doing right. No, 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 gray hairs on the head as well either. But you know, you know what? That's why a lot of people get wrong. They get that part wrong. Where I've only, I've had 40 fights almost, 39 fights I've had. But I've been in the game a very long time. But I'm only 32. Mm. I mean, I've still got a lot left in me. Five years I, left. I mean, what do you want to do? Retire at 32, which, um, and then what would I do with my life? Yeah. I probably get sick and probably then make them want to make a return because I love the sport. Boxing yeah. is what's, what I've been doing since I was at the age of eight. So, yeah. well, you, you, like I said, you, you can tell you you're happy. You've got yeah. so pa much passion for the yeah, sport. Boxing, you're smiling. Yeah, yeah so. definitely. I mean, boxing, I love. You know what I mean? It's boxing what made me. So I, I have to be loyal to it. Well, I won't give you much longer. Right, you anything you like that? Thank you very much. Good seeing you. I just want to say a big thank you to everybody all around the world: Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England. Just want to say a big thank you for all your support and hope hope to see you at my next fight. Definitely. Thanks, Emilio. Thanks, Thanks, champ. All right. Thanks.